Data Mesh Radio is provided as a free community resource by Data Mesh Understanding. It is produced and hosted by me, Scott Herleman. I started this podcast as a place for practitioners to get useful information about Data Mesh, and we're at over 200 episodes already. This is a Mesh Musings episode where I do a relatively short overview, some might call a few of them rants, on a specific topic related to Data Mesh. I try to put uh, you know my few summary takeaways in the show notes too to make it easy to decide if this will be useful for you. Quick reminder as well to hit the Data Mesh Understanding link in the show notes to easily review listings of past episodes you might have missed, you know, that I've grouped up on different topics to make it easy if you want to do like a deep dive into governance or something like that. Do check out the Data Mesh Understanding offerings as well and the free community introduction and roundtable programs while you're there. Now with that, on to the Mesh Musing. Episode 277, Mesh Momentum versus Value, What to Choose When and Why, Mesh Musings number 57. I use the phrase maintaining mesh momentum a lot, partially because it's crucial and partially because it's just a good alliteration and fun to say. But there's a question I get, often not even a specific question, more someone has made an assumption I think is incorrect, about value maximization with mesh. I think data mesh is like a good relationship. Over time, you build up more and more good, but you don't try to get all the best moments of life with someone right at the start of knowing them. Maybe in dating, if you're trying to woo and impress, you you do go for that, but then it's only downhill from there, maybe. I'm, I'm no relationship expert. I know, surprise, surprise. But it seems like a bad way to go for like a long-term project, right? And it seems like a bad way for a long-term relationship if you have all the best moments only at the start. But I keep seeing people trying to go for the most valuable use cases to rack up impressive stories to sell future potential users of the mesh and get lots of attention from management for the data mesh implementation. And if that's what you need to continue your journey, go for it. But it's also a high-risk proposition especially as you were learning how to do data mesh well, right? How you're learning to put out data products, how you're learning to put together your, your platform. Your platform's not, probably not all that complete right at the beginning. So if you tackle a high visibility, high complexity, high priority use case, and you aren't prepared to deal with it properly, that's obviously not a great spot to be in relative to your data mesh implementation. I really loved a lot of the stuff Carlos Saona said in episode 150, about this because they had to take the time to figure out how to get to good. And even the start of every data product, they say, well, give us three months before we really harden this data product. Everything's about learning at the start. It's, it shouldn't be about really swinging for the fences. You know, at the start of your journey or at the start of working with a domain, a new domain to the mesh, look for high return on investment with low to moderate risk. As you figure out how to actually build good data products, you can tackle harder and harder things, but really going for something that's high risk 
you know, <laughs> is high risk. Again, this is all dependent on not needing to have huge blockbuster wins to even continue forward on your data mesh journey. But if that is the case where you need those blockbuster wins, there's a question of if you should have started now with your data mesh implementation anyway. It's a much deeper topic and it's very situationally dependent. I've seen a few journeys get killed simply because new leadership came in and decided they didn't want to do data mesh. So if they had a bunch of blockbuster wins, it would have been much harder to kill. But, you know, again, we're balancing everything here. So, you know, I, I talked about these big wins. Let's define mesh momentum. And it's your ability to continue forward with data mesh and kind of the ease of doing so, you know, literally momentum. How much, how many people do you have behind you? How many successes do you have? How much fanfare? How many of these success stories and these champions? How much clout do you have internally to continue going forward? I like to think about this a lot because mesh is a long journey and transformational initiatives, at least the successful ones, need lots of time and money and sponsorship. If you aren't satisfying use cases that are valued internally, will you lose your exec sponsorship? If the head of one line of business hears from another head about how great it was working with data mesh and, and their, you know, that line of business that worked with the the mesh team is presenting the board this quarter based on their success, that's going to get you a lot of momentum. It's going to get a lot of people kind of more bought in. But if it seems like your mesh is just a new data initiative that isn't different from the last, you know, how's that going to go? So momentum is crucial to ensuring participation, getting funding, et cetera. It's, it's not, you know, are you having these big, big explosive wins? It's how much are you racking up? How much, uh, you know, more and more are people seeing that there are more and more successes? How's that noise ramping up? You know, we saw this kind of with data mesh momentum around the topic where all of a sudden, you know, in kind of April, May, June of, of 2021, there was just this explosion of content and there were so many more people talking about it. There was this huge move in momentum, which gave people the feeling that it was something that that they could uh, participate in and that that they should get to know and that it was important, right? So kind of back to this topic, what, what is more important? Creating as much value as possible or trying to get more and more momentum? It's an honest question because if you're trying to maximize purely momentum, I don't think you're going to be focusing on the bigger picture and you're focused on the quick wins, there's only so much low-hanging fruit before you have to start climbing the tree. You're probably only working with the coalition of the willing. So you end up not picking up the skills to bring over those teams, those domains that are more reluctant. Can your platform really take on the hard use cases? Or are you only has is it only built for easy wins? Is your entire implementation only built for these low-hanging fruits? Is that really the way to win in the long run? Are you gaining enough visibility to bring people over from the other side of the fence instead of just the reluctant ones? If you are focused on just the big, big value, that can gain you a lot of notoriety if you're successful, but it also takes on a lot of risk. You're probably working with folks that are less excited because this is so important and so they're not wanting to try something completely new and your feedback can also be more sparse. They might not want to be participating because this is um, 
they're they're not the ones that are leaning in and going, yeah, yeah, yeah let's do data mesh. You're not finding that coalition of the winning. It it can be very lumpy too. Like, how long does it take to get those big wins? How f- you know far between are there? Are there months or quarters in between? Are you gaining enough champions? Are you seeing use cases that are kind of common enough to abstract to what you should build for your platform to, you know, be uh, the right solution for many other use cases, right? Like if you're only going for these super big complex wins, you're probably not building a platform that's that flexible and, and capable of actually handling what your, what your overall organization needs. So as you can probably guess from everything I've been saying, you should always look at to be in balance. You should figure out what balance you want between the two of momentum and delivering as much value. And, you know, with building momentum, you're still delivering value, but you may not be delivering these huge, huge wins. But I think early in your journey, you want to lean heavily towards momentum for most organizations, especially one where the data mesh initiative is driven by the data organization instead of driven from the board or the C-suite. If you can't get additional funding, you can't continue with your journey, so you need to build up that momentum. Look to take the, the learnings and get more people involved so you can have plenty of proof points and champions. But as you get better with doing data mesh and start to go wider, look for bigger impact projects. If all you have are small, small wins, it doesn't catch the attention and it doesn't make the holdouts flip to wanting to participate in data mesh. Trying to start out too big has too many risks. Also think about starting out with an easier use case with each domain. A domain's first use case shouldn't be all that difficult. Even if the central data mesh team knows how to tackle very hard use cases, the domain needs to get their feet wet. They need to understand this. So I think you want to constantly, and and these aren't necessarily diametrically opposed. You know, it's not momentum versus as much, you know, these big, big value wins, but you do want to think about building up that noise instead of just <laughs> shouting, right? If there were, uh, if all there were, were just these, you know, kind of huge uh, blog posts from Jamak, but that were, were not actually, um, you know, having more and more people talking about it, or we have, you know, some really important presentation at a conference around data mesh and, nothing else and you know with months in between that's not going to get people all that interested it's not going to keep their attention versus constantly hearing about this stuff and constantly seeing that it's working it's delivering value but at the same point again are you playing small ball are you only getting small wins then people aren't going to be all that interested in over the long run so let's sum this up a bit key points Look to always maintain at least reasonable momentum. If you can't move forward, if you can't get more funding, your journey is done. Prioritize momentum over value more often than you probably think you should, especially early. Momentum gives you more ammo to win people over that are on the fence. Big wins are the places that will more likely win you previously skeptical people and will earn you more attention. So there's the people that are like, maybe, maybe not. Momentum's going to win them. The big wins are the ones where they're like, no, I'm not, I'm not interested. And again, those big wins will earn you more attention. But you need to be careful about what you take on and when. 
It's okay to play it small while you are learning for most organizations, right? But also don't build a platform that can only take on the easy use cases. You need to kind of figure that out. You need to learn how you're actually going to do this over the long run. And relatedly, don't focus too much on the big one-off wins or your platform won't have the right bedrock features that are applicable to far more use cases. So again, it's a balance between these, but I think you probably want to steer more towards momentum early in your journey as you're learning. Hopefully that was a useful mesh musing for you. Please do rate and review the podcast. It really does help. And if you'd like to get in touch and see how I can be helpful to you, check out the show notes. I'm pretty easy to find. As I mentioned, there are some great free programs in addition to some very affordable things around implementer intros and roundtables on the Data Mesh Understanding website. As always, if you have suggestions for guests or topics, please do get in touch. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And with that, now on to the funky outro music.